This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, May 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Climate bond returns. Severe trucker shortage hits. Local, voluntary, 30 by 30 plan. Trump's contract worker plan killed. Climate bond returns for a special hearing. Daybreak reported yesterday that a $7 billion climate resilience bond proposal covering a range of natural resources issues was pulled for the year. But the Assembly Natural Resources Committee revived the measure for a special hearing yesterday. The unusual move indicates a struggle that similar measures have faced in the past with gaining buy-in from lawmakers and the governor. In the hearing, Republican Assembly member Devon Mathis of Visalia pressed the authors on why the state should ask voters for more money when the state is flush with surplus. He called the bill a laundry list of false promises that, like previous bonds, would never deliver projects to Valley districts. Opponents pushed the measure to include flood control funding rather than focusing solely on drought issues. Democrats offered several new asks as well, including money for cleaning up illegal cannabis farms. For ag, like the Senate ag package, the bill excludes dairy digesters from the $40 million allocation for methane reduction grants, angering Valley lawmakers. The authors have added $10 million in grants for on-farm pollinator habitat. The measure passed 7 to 1. A severe driver shortage may soon hit farmers. A shortage of available truckers is threatening this year's harvest, according to John Larrera, who directs government affairs for the California League of Food Producers. Without drivers, we're not going to be able to get anything to the port, said Larrera, during a meeting of the Senate Ag Board this week. He said agriculture haulers have been reporting shortages of up to 30% since February for long-time seasonal drivers for both fresh and processed produce. Some haulers have warned it could reach 60% next month. Larrera has been working with growers and haulers to secure federal and state waivers on truck weight limits, which would maximize the drivers who are available. He hoped to bump the cap from 80000 to 88000 That's the same as last year's waivers for the pandemic. The board agreed and pledged to send his this recommendation directly to Governor Gavin Newsom. Also at the meeting, board member Bryce Lundberg said a critical due date is coming within a week for completing the voluntary agreements for Delta flows, or at least a framework. Lundberg appreciated how busy and dedicated several of Newsom's cabinet members have been with this. Reclamation adds more cuts to CVP allocations. The Bureau of Reclamation has paused water allocations north of the Delta until further notice that due to ongoing dry conditions. To recap, in February, Reclamation had initially granted agriculture water contractors north and south of the Delta just 5% of their allocations from the Central Valley Project. The Bureau then temporarily paused south of the Delta allocations in March before doing the same this week for other contractors. America, the beautiful plan, aims to boost conservation. The Biden administration is finally putting some detail today on its 30 by 30 plan. The president's call for conserving 30 percent of U.S. land by 2030 has been raising a lot of concern across the countryside that administration officials have been pushing back on for several weeks now. According to a media advisory, the 10-year America, the beautiful plan will be a locally led and voluntary nationwide effort. 
Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack will be joining White House Climate Advisor Gina McCarthy and Interior Secretary Deb Holland in discussing the details of the plant. Bill Hohenstein, the director of USDA's Office of Energy and Environmental Policy, says the plan should help the U.S. in international climate negotiations. Keep in mind, USDA is due out soon with a separate strategy for increasing the use of climate-smart farming practices. Vilsack, farmers engaged in climate effort. During a White House briefing yesterday, Ag Secretary Vilsack told reporters that farmers are showing increased interest in addressing climate change, citing a meeting in Iowa Tuesday with EPA Administrator Michael Regan that included 25 producers. Vilsack said, I was very pleased with the level of support and interest that the farm community has for ways in which they can be engaged in this effort to reduce emissions. By the way, Vilsack was pressed by a reporter on something, the whether he had the statutory authority to operate a carbon bank, something many Republicans say that he does not. He didn't quite answer the question directly, but he did say, quote, we have a lot of flexibility already at USDA, and we're going to be utilizing that flexibility in a way that creates more new and better markets, and I think farmers are going to be very agreeable with that. Labor Department withdraws Trump independent contractor rule. The Labor Department is killing a Trump administration plan that farm worker advocates said would have made it easier for employers to classify workers as independent contractors, making them ineligible for some wage protections. The Trump rule was designed to clarify provisions in the Fair Labor Standards Act, but the Labor Department said it was inconsistent with the purpose and text of a bill which guarantees workers a minimum wage and overtime past 40 hours of work in a week. The National Council of Agricultural Employers said the rule created a common-sense approach for deciding whether someone is an independent contractor or an employee. Farm Worker Justice said the rule would have unfairly led to more workers being excluded from vital labor protections. Here's today's She Said It. We're going to need to eat, and it's going to be really hard to eat Chinese shoes. That Senate Ag Board member Nancy Cassidy and raising concerns over how farmers can feed growing populations when they have to compete with high-value imports for shipping containers. Well, that's Debrick West for this Thursday, May 6th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.